Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. Great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And, you know, we live in some some pretty challenging times. We've got troubling trends of, of all kinds and everything from a pandemic to civil unrest to economic challenges and, and a host of others that we could throw in there. And there's a, a lot of reasons to just kind of hunker down. Uh, we talked about with Debbie, it, it's easy to get pessimistic. It's easy, it's easy to buy into the group griping and the pity parties. And again, I'm not, I'm not talking about uh, going through the world and, and uh, just being oblivious or naive. Uh, I'm not talking about glasses that are half full, half empty, or rose-colored. Uh, what I'm talking about is confidence. And we have to maintain that. It's so important. Uh, in fact, if, if I were, if I were pinned down, what's the one thing I would say to the people of Utah? What would I say to the nation, uh, in this moment of challenge and crisis? Uh, it actually is an old biblical verse and it, it's great advice for all of us as we try to really lean into the stiff wind of the prevailing pandemic, the economic, social, and political challenges of our time. And it simply says, cast not away your confidence. Uh, and to me, that's the message. We don't we don't have to live in fear. And, and yes, there are the pundits of gloom and doom that are out there. And if you listen to them long enough, uh, you may just want to stay in your bed all day with the covers over your head. Uh, but we don't need that. We, we don't need that constant banter of the negative. Again, not to ignore it or deny it, uh, but to lean into it in a different way. And we have to do that with, with confidence. And there's way too many in this country that have lost their confidence. They, they've lost confidence in themselves. They've lost confidence in the inherent goodness of people and communities. They've lost confidence in the free market system or the judicial system. They've lost constant confidence in the institutions of government, greatness of America. Uh, so to me, to me, this idea of confidence, it, again, confidence is never arrogance. Confidence is when you have respect for the challenge, you're ready for the task, you have a plan, and you're willing to persevere and push it through. And you can have that kind of confidence even in the middle of a crisis. So I went back. Uh, we've been celebrating some interesting things that happened on July 15th. Uh, this this event, which I think is one of the greatest speeches never mentioned. It comes from July 15th, 1979, 41 years ago. And it came from an unlikely source. Unlikely because... President Jimmy Carter was not known as an eloquent orator. Uh, he was not one that just stirred your heartstrings. 
But I went back, and he actually gave a speech, a speech on July 15th, 1979, 41 years ago today. And the conf- the title of the speech was A Crisis in Confidence, that America faced a crisis in confidence. And if you want to read it, I'm going to play you some of Jimmy Carter, and uh, I want you to just listen to the words. And I'm challenging you right now to go read them. We'll post the link to the the text of the speech uh, online. But Carter went before the American people. The speech sort of got lost as a as a, one about an energy crisis. But really, it was about much more than that. But few people recognize it. And he went through, he talked about the fact that he had gathered people from around the country to talk about, you know, what's what, what are the problems? What are the challenges? Why are we dealing with all of this uh, in our world today? And some of the people said, you've got to lead. Someone needs to lead the country. We'll follow. Just lead. Quit being so safe. Uh, talked about being connected to the people. Uh, but I want to start with a, uh, a clip from President Carter. He delivered this speech from the Oval Office, uh, which denoted the seriousness of the speech. Uh, but here's how he focused on the essence of what this crisis of confidence in America actually was. These 10 days confirmed my belief in the decency and the strength and the wisdom of the American people. But it also bore out some of my long-standing concerns about our nation's underlying problems. I know, of course, being president, that government actions and legislation can be very important. But after listening to the American people, I have been reminded again that all the legislation in the world can't fix what's wrong with America. So I want to speak to you first tonight about a subject even more serious than energy or inflation. I want to talk to you right now about a fundamental threat to American democracy. The threat is nearly invisible in ordinary ways. It is a crisis of confidence. It is a crisis that strikes at the very heart and soul and spirit of our national world. We can see this crisis in the growing doubt about the meaning of our own lives and in the loss of a unity of purpose for our nation. The erosion of our confidence in the future is threatening to destroy the social and the political fabric of America. Again, that was 41 years ago. Uh, I'm going to continue on here with President Jimmy Carter, 1979. Uh, These are all things that we could say today that any leader of a state, of a nation, could say today uh, about this crisis of confidence. Our own families and the very Constitution of the United States, confidence has defined our course and has served as a link between generations. We've always believed in something called progress. We've always had a faith that the days of our children would be better than our own. Our people are losing that faith. Okay, so uh, again, you can you can talk about that uh, as today that uh, this confident that we've had as a people is is not some romantic dream or proverb in a dusty book that we just read on the Fourth of July. It's the idea that founded the nation and has guided the development of its people. Uh, but many are are losing that, and so many today don't think that their children will have it better than they do. Uh, that's that's a first in a long, long time in this nation. It's always been that confidence that our children and our grandchildren will be better off than we are today. 
Uh, let's go back to uh, Jimmy Carter again uh, 41 years ago, uh, talking about what happens when that confidence begins to erode. Our people are losing that faith, not only in government itself, but in the ability as citizens to serve as the ultimate rulers and shapers of our democracy. As a people, we know our past, and we are proud of it. We always believed that we were part of a great movement of humanity itself called democracy, involved in the search for freedom. And that belief has always strengthened us in our purpose. So again, those things that, that unite us as a nation, and, and then the, the president went even further uh, in terms of the history of the nation, our identity, and our common purpose. In a nation that was proud of hard work, strong families, close-knit communities, and our faith in God, too many of us now tend to worship self-indulgence and consumption. Human identity is no longer defined by what one does, but by what one owns. But we've discovered that owning things and consuming things does not satisfy our longing for meaning. We've learned that piling up material goods cannot fill the emptiness of lives which have no confidence or purpose. As you know, there is a growing disrespect for government and for churches and for schools, the news media, and other institutions. This is not a message of happiness or reassurance, but it is the truth, and it is a warning. So again, that's uh, President Jimmy Carter. Uh, I really encourage you to go read read the entire speech. Uh, it is worth it. He he ends by talking about uh, this paralysis and stagnation and drift. Um, he talks about the fact that we have to face the truth, that we have to change course. We can't just uh, lose our faith and our confidence in each other uh, because that's the, the uh, ultimate erosion uh, of the principle of confidence. Often you say paralysis and stagnation and drift. We don't like it, and neither do I. What can we do? First of all, we must face the truth, and then we can change our course. We simply must have faith in each other, faith in our ability to govern ourselves, and faith in the future of this nation, restoring that faith and that confidence to America is now the most important task we face. It is a true challenge of this generation of Americans. The strength we need will not come from the White House, but from every house in America. So I would say as we close out today uh, that we do have to remember uh, that this is a time, we live in a time, we live in a country that should inspire confidence. Despite all our challenges, despite all our faults, despite all our weaknesses, there is great cause for confidence in this country if we are willing to come together, if we are willing to come around common goals, shared sacrifice, and a vision of a better tomorrow. We can do this. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. 
they pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.